The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Vince Russo, and this is a little ditty called Eight Days a Week. This is a little highlight reel of everything that happens each and every week on Russo'sBrand.com and Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. How you doing, everybody? Yeah, I'm here to talk about my two podcasting platforms, bro. Established in May 2014. Let me tell you who you get with Russo'sBrand.com, Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. You get Vito LaGrasso, Big Vito. And his lovely wife, Noel. You get Taylor Hendricks. You get the great Shane Douglas. You get the baldy Angel Medina. You get the great Dutchman, Dutch Mantel. You get the genius Kevin Sullivan. You get the Disco Inferno. You get Billy Bate's News. You get the best trainer in all the land, Dr. Tom Pritchett. You get just incredible PJ Polanco. You get Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat. You get Ben Hameen and BWO's Stevie Richards. You get Goldilocks. And you get the beautiful people, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky. All of this, all of this is yours by just signing up. And we started 75 cents a week. Russo's brand where the pros are pros. We're going to kick off this show with a little clip from Castrating the Marks. We could be heard on the Realm Network. The Realm Network is Russo'sBrand.com. We respond to Wade Keller saying that no other company would hire Elias if he left WWE. I have learned that my my perspective is my perspective. It's, It's the way I see things. It's the way I view things. It's not the way everybody sees things and views things. How does he know there is not a promoter out there that looks at Elias and thinks this guy could be a major star. He could draw numbers. He's just being used incorrectly. Like, how does he know that he just spoke for every, he spoke, he just spoke for Billy Corgan. He just spoke for a court Bauer. He, he just spoke for, uh, uh, Don, Don Callis and Scott Demore. He just spoke for all those guys because that's how he views. I hate that. I hate that. I I can watch performers and I can know that they are over huge to some people 
and I could sit there and say, okay, bro, they're not over to me. They're, they're not, they're not tapping into something that interests me, but I do know there are other people that cherish the ground they walk on. I just, I just, I, it just blows my mind that at this point in their lives, they don't realize, okay, Wade, that's your perspective. You, you think there is no promoter out there that has any interest in the guy. You have no idea what those promoters think about Elias on a professional level. Zero idea, bro. Okay, so Wade, you wouldn't hire him. But, bro, you know what? Screw you, Wade. I would hire Elias in a New York minute. The WWE have failed Elias, not Elias's fault. You know who they would never hire? You know who no company would ever hire, bro? You know who? You want to know who, bro? Do you really want to know who? Bro, they would never hire you, Wade. The great Elias does not have to worry about ever working in the wrestling business. But you, bro? I'm tired of people thinking I'm dumb. Enough said. Up next, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Show. This is where the great Billy Body gives the news before the news even happens. This could be heard on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. In this episode, Billy Body with details on certain WWE talents that think tank their own storylines instead of dealing with the normal creative process. Who are these people? How do they get away with it? Let's see what Billy has to say. Man, Billy, that's going out on the limb, throwing that CM Punk thing out there. That's really, really going out on the limb, bro. It's not definite information, but it's a case no, of... No, no, I, I, I understand. But, I understand. But, with these, but with these deals existing, if, right. they're, if, if they're telling... Look, everything he moaned about was creative. Edge doesn't, Edge doesn't go through the creative process. He go. He 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 think tanks. Um, yeah. It's called think, think tanking with uh, with Michael Hayes and 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 sits down with with Paul Heyman and they do what they want to do. Roman works with Paul and Michael Hayes. They do what they want to do. Daniel Bryan does what he wants to do. Like this is completely changed. Like and, and that's what happens when in terms of you can loosen the reins. No pun intended. When um, the the creative and the TV product isn't the be-all and end-all of what generates the money. So the fact is, is that it's more important for them, for Edge or CM Punk or Undertaker or, or, or anybody else to not go and work anywhere else. Like they would rather have them in doing the stories that they want to tell um, rather than them shoehorning them into stories that they write for themselves. As always, some great, great insight from Billy Body. Up next, the Raw and SmackDown review. Stevie Richards and Ben Hameen speculate on if WWE is pushing Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander through booking, not pushing, punishing. They're certainly not pushing them. They're punishing them. How is that happening? What is really going on behind the scenes when it comes to the former members of the Hurt Business? 
Let's hear from Ben and Stevie. MVP saying they trim the fat. Why would he bring more people on? Because Bobby Lashley doesn't need that. The spotlight needs to be on him. Da, da, da. And they prove that by showing Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander as being the, <laughs> the top squad to the low job team on the fucking totem pole, bro. And, and they, I think they got the Stevie Knight Heat entrance, too. They got the Marine trailer two weeks in a row. They were in the ring. No entrance. I, I was I was did weird. I, two weeks in a row. This match happened last week, right? Is there heat here that they would take them out of the out of the fucking hurt business and then put them at the lowest, shuffle them to the bottom of the deck? Did Cedric or Shelton do something? I can't believe Shelton would, but did Cedric or somebody do something to get you them? Know why, you know why I think they, they, they're doing this to them right now? Because all of them uh, you know, didn't want to be broken up and went to Vince and spoke to him. This is the old click curtain call treatment. You can't bury Lashley or MVP right now. So game's going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's a great, yeah, that very well could be that. I'm just like, I'm, I'm astonished how you have the top guys in a squad and now they're going under out of nowhere to the Viking Raiders who I like both of them as well. even though we had saw ridiculous comedy by the end of their run. Um, but I was a big Warbeard Hanson fan. Um, and then they fucked up their name X amount of times, rechange them. And then these guys are back on TV going over on Benjamin and Cedric. Uh, and they, I gotta say it. They look like shit. You know, like I'm sitting here at home, I'm worried on the beach uh, at Epstein Island. Like, man, I, I need to lose another 20, 25 pounds. I'm not looking how I need to look. And then I turn on the TV and we got Owens and these guys and they just look sloppy, bro. Up next, we have time out on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC with the great Disco Inferno. This is where Disco talks about everything and anything except professional wrestling. Here, Disco talks about censorship, government, and justice. Take it away, Superman! In everybody's household, bro. They were sitting around. It's 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 exactly what media does today. It's the same thing, bro. Yeah. It's propaganda. It's, it's, it is, you know, and censorship. They were censoring people. Bro, this is like all, this is not, like, the funniest thing about it is that, pe- you know, people should not be, because we're polarized, okay, we, people should not be cool with, 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 with the level of censorship going on for, for anybody. Yeah. I mean, and the funniest thing about it is the right-wingers will agree when a left-winger gets censored. And say, hey, this is a general thing of censorship. This is, I don't care if you're right or left, we shouldn't be censoring. The left wing doesn't care. If you're censored and you're a right winger, you deserved it. Yeah. That thinking is going to, that's authoritative thinking. You want control, you know, and stuff. And then they say, no, 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 this, our country's a lot different. There's more freedoms to speak, there's more freedoms to say things. There's more, and we're trying to race these freedoms. Yeah. And it's just so let's so let's get to George Floyd and it's like bro you, this is a perfect example like we, we talked about this trial and somebody asked me you know after all everything that happened you know especially after Maxine Waters you know made the statement said you know get more confrontational if we don't get the verdict we want and the judge literally had to say is like you got something on appeal here you, you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. right the bad, it's like and they do have something on appeal they got a bro, bro but Alan Dershowitz says. 
he he's he's a hundred percent that they're going to overturn this, and there's going to be another trial with a sequestered jury in a couple of years. Okay, he said because like there's no way they should have revealed they gave a twenty seven million dollar set settlement that obviously affected the jury. Uh, just all these things affected the jury, and they're trying to pretend it didn't. You know, the outside pressures, knowing that like you know, knowing that there's riots are going to happen if they don't deliver guilty. You know, like that that was the whole tenor of the thing. It's not it was not a fair trial. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred some great, 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 great insights to Glenn. Glenn is always putting himself out there, never be politically correct, and that's what you get on the brand. Up next, a bucket full of chicken necks. I talk about what is going on in my life. I talk about topics I want to talk about. It's a little potpourri every week of the news with Vince Russo. And this week I talk about, am I actually considering moving again? Oy vey. I want, I want to go in the mountains where, where I know everybody will leave me alone. And I can see the the wildlife, uh, and I can just experience the real Colorado. So now I am looking to move again, bro. So this will be like the we move from, geez, bro, we move from the first house in Colorado to the log cabin to the um, townhouse to the the retirement ville bro this would be my fifth move in like 3 freaking years <laughs> bro you know i i could see people saying oh vince like are you unhappy and you're looking for a place to find happiness and it's not the happiness doesn't come from a place the happiness comes from within it's not that bro i'm i'm not unhappy i'm very very happy i have all the things in the world i want uh i i have a beautiful granddaughter i got great kids i got a great wife i got a great job um, I, 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 there's nothing in my life. I'm, di- I'm not happy about. So it's not that it's, I, I, I'm in, I'm in Colorado. I want to really. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's true. And you could stay tuned to that saga by subscribing to chicken X on Russo's up next master shoot theater. After praying for the WrestleMania reign to end, Vince wants to rewrite the Bible. Yes, Vince in Stanford, Connecticut, found some flaws in the Bible. And now in Master Shoot Theater, we are going to take you there live and in person to see the ladings of Vince McMahon. Vince, while the big man is flattered, Vince, that you read the Bible, Vince, you read the Old Testament, you read the New Testament, Vince, Vince, I am here to tell you, despite your request, Vince, the big man has said he is not going to change the finish of his book. Vince, it will not be the devil going over strong, Vince. He says he can't do it, Vince. He just can't do it. 
God damn it! Why not, pal? I think that this is we've we've heard the other story. We need to switch it up. We need to do a Russo swerve here at the goddamn end of this book. We all know how it's gonna finish in darkness. And then the Undertaker will come back one more time. We'll bring him back, pal. That's what we need for ratings is Taker one more time. Um well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read off some of the, this alternative stuff that you wrote. Actually, in this Bible I have, which I don't <laughs> think you should have done, you are highlighting things and then putting pictures of um, oh, is this Linda? Linda, which saying I'm a big stupid head CEO. Is that Linda you drew? Yeah, that's Psalms three sixteen. I'm a big fat stupid head. Bitch. <laughs> All right, so put part. You bitch! That's a, that's the that's the new hot one, pal. That's I noticed that in the script for tonight. Yeah. Now the one part where Jesus says, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." Yeah, you keep putting uh, that's Jesus. I thought it said Jesus. I go, we got enough. That will never make it on Peacock, bitch. That will never make it on Peacock. Uh, well, that's something I've been liking, pal. I got a whole list. I've been scrubbing the cock all weekend long. There is no other show like Master Shoot Theater out there. It is one of a kind. Up next, Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Dirt with myself and Disco. This is where we go over all the news, the gossip, the hearsay during the week. This could be heard only on the Realm Network, Russo'sBrand.com. On this episode, Disco and I discuss the recent WWE talent releases. Any names on there you guys were surprised with? None. I mean, they're, all, they're always people they're not using. Joe's an announcer, and his contract was coming up, I guess, and they, they, they just hired Pat McAfee. So they're just rearranging. They hired another guy. It's like, I guess they didn't, you know. He wasn't, well, a, let's be honest. Joe, Joe was not a very good announcer. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what his, I don't know his in ring future holds because he had concussion issues. That's why he was out. But but if he could work, you know, whatever. So I want to talk about two instances. I'm going to give Joe the benefit of the doubt, bro, because from what I understand, and I, you know, guys, I Billy Billy gets his stuff right most of the time, and and knowing Joe, I believe this to be true. I'm going to give Joe the benefit of the doubt because supposedly Joe wanted to continue to be an active wrestler. And they were not interested in Joe wrestling. So, you know, that could have been Joe saying, I want to wrestle. If you don't want me wrestling here, I'll go wrestle somewhere else. So I want to give Joe the benefit of the doubt. It's not like they just released him. If he wanted to wrestle and they didn't see that, then Joe's going to go wrestle someplace else. Now, Peyton, bro, here, here's what I think happened there, Jeff. She went on that shoot show. And she cut a little, I don't think the mother's got anything to do with it. She went on the shoot show and she cut that promo and they said, okay. And they put her in the match with Oscar. Now, bro, if you go back and look at that match, bro, there were a couple of really badly missed spots on her end. Uh, there were a lot of botches on that end. So if you're going to go on live TV Cut a freaking promo and then, okay, put your money where your mouth is. And now I'm going to put you in that ring against Oscar. And now I'm looking for you to fail. Well, now if you do fail, that gives me a reason to release you. Billy Kay, I, I don't get because this, this, this girl could be, uh, in, in, in movies and television. She you really think so. 
Oh, bro, she gets it. She definitely. I, I think, think she. I think she. I think her character acts like too cartoonish. And finally, in wrapping up, we have the beautiful podcast with the beautiful people, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky. On this episode, Velvet Sky tells Angelina about her horror story of shopping at a mall during COVID. I will never go to a fucking mall again right now. And this is why. Okay. Like I get there's like COVID restrictions. Diapy. Did you have to wear your diaper? Well, yeah. Well, not only did you have to wear a a face mask, which, okay, I get it. Like you got to wear a face mask in public or whatever, but every fucking store that you want to go into in a mall, there's a fucking line to get in the store (gasps) because they're only, so there's a line, there's an employee at the front of the store where the line is, and they're only allowing certain amount of customers in at a time. So why didn't they do this every flu season? That's what I want to know. So I'm standing in line to go into, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm standing in line to go into Hot Topic, right? And there are 10, 12 people behind me. It was me and one of my girlfriends that I was with. We're standing in line for a good, like a solid eight, nine minutes. And now I'm impatient as it is and now i'm just like you know what this you got you got a 10 minute limit ridiculous. you hit that eight nine you hit that eight nine minutes well, she wanted got- to get something she wanted to get something so i'm like all right i'm just gonna stand you know whatever so no one's coming out so if they let two people out if, if two people are coming out of the store then the next two people can go in if one person comes out of the store they let the next one person in line in. that's how it goes like however many come out is however many is how many can fucking go in so we're standing there for like it felt like a good eight to 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm like trying to keep my cool, but I'm fucking sweating. I can't fucking breathe. My pocketbook weighs 500 fucking pounds. I'm starving. By the way, you need to, you need to get a chiffon mask. Dude. If I haven't told you about well, that. Mandy's mask. I use Mandy up. Leon's mask because I love it. So. Blingy. But I'm, we're, yeah. we're, we're standing in line. No one's coming out. Now I'm making it known that I'm getting pissed because I am huffing and fucking puffing. And me and the girl, we are the first people in line. No one's fucking coming out. The employee hears me huffing and puffing. I'm doing it on purpose. And I I keep like looking in the store. Who you know? What the fuck? And the same two people are at the register that have been at the register the entire 10 minutes we were in line. And finally, like, it's our turn to go in. And the manager comes to the door and he goes, sorry, folks, we're closing the store for the rest of the day. Because what? One because one of the customers in there had COVID. How do they know? Well, there you have it, everybody. Just a little sampling of what you get on the brand on a weekly basis. Bro, there is no long-term commitment. You sign up, you come, you go whenever you like. But I guarantee you this, you will be entertained. You don't get these type of podcasts under one umbrella anywhere, bro. These are imposers. These people have been there and done that. Russo'sBrand.com. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Guys, It starts at 75 cents a week. Think about it. What are you going to get for 75 cents a week? Bro, you could find 75 cents in your couch. You will get it all, bro. 
Russo'sBrand.com, Patreon.com forward slash Russo, T-W-C. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out.